Welcome, welcome, and welcome back yet again. This is the game inside of that coin. We don't flipped it and it landed on a Thursday. So glad to see y'all here. My boys, what it do? What up? What's up? Yo, so shit been getting wild, bro. Not just in the arena of sports. We're gonna hold on, wait, 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 killer. Hold up. Can I? Can I do this? Can I? Can I? Can I? I'm not trying to hijack nothing, but something happened today in sports that. We got to talk about. It. Y'all was just talking about it before we before we was recording, but I got I got like some takes on that. Can can, can we right. can we can we can we can we run through that real quick? Oh, definitely, I, definitely. I swear, definitely. I swear, I'm not trying to fuck up the groove, dog. Oh no no no, no. trust me because I you know me, I'm damn good at, at segways, so we can definitely I'll find a way to link these shits. All right, so look, so look, I want y'all to hear me. I want y'all to hear me. Mm-hmm. I I ain't being critical of nobody. I know everybody make mistakes. I really do. But in May, Udoka, you got Nia Long. I want that to sink in to everybody who's listening, including y'all too. He got Nia Long. There are picture Picture there is an organization of just stand, standard bearing beautiful women, right? That's that's the organization. I'm not even I'm not gonna say the AKAs, but uh, like picture picture imagine just, there's just an organization that is created for like all the beautiful women on earth. The found the founders of that organization. Or the found the founder of that organization will probably be will probably be Felicia Rashad and Pam Greer, right? Mm-hmm. The charter line of that organization will probably be Felicia Rashad, Pam Greer, um, and the lady uh, Diane Carroll. Oh, Diane Carroll was beautiful. That that will probably be the charter line. There, I want, I want, every, so I want everybody to just picture this in their head. Mm-hmm. The line of women after that charter line would be th- three people. It would be, um, what's her face? It would be Stacy Dash. Mm-hmm. It would be Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And it would be Nia Long. Meaning, meaning, in the history of our species, the human race, in the history of the human race, Emei Udoka, you got one of the founding women, one of the one of the most beautiful women who ever existed. You have them. You have one of the three female icons as far as beauty looks from the 90s era. Without Nia Long, short haircuts would be whack. Like, that's who you got. 
I know everybody fuck up. But yo, please fix the shit and don't ever risk it all again if this person don't look better than me alone. Please. Just do me that favor. Please. I ain't about to criticize him. I ain't about to say whether he should lose his job or not. I ain't got no say in that. I just want everybody to understand. He got Nia Long. That's all I got to say about it. That's all I wanted to say. Killer, I want to try to take the thunder. My bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 bro. Trust me. We good. He got Nia Long. Corey, he got Nia Long. <laughs> he got Nia Long. Yeah, like, he do. Like, oh, yo. There's, there's no I also want to say, also want to say, because I heard what y'all was talking about before, before we started recording. Also want to say, it is not a coincidence to me that Brett Favre get busted doing a crime, and then this news come out because now this news takes all the attention off the shit that Brett Favre did. I just want to throw that out there. Mm. I, just want to, I just want to throw that out there. We ain't got to get too political. Mm. We, can talk, we can talk about it on Tuesday, but I just want to say that right there. So I understand that Mayadoka may have did something that was immoral, but. Brett Favre did something that was illegal where he stole from people who needed funds. So let's keep the energy around Brett Favre for real. Like, mm-hmm. like let's, let's not forget how shitty of a person Brett Favre is. You know what I'm saying? But again, I ain't about to get too political. I ain't, I'm not going to say nothing about no colors. I ain't about to say nothing about no races. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say, don't let this thing distract y'all. From what the fuck Brett Favre was doing. That's all I'm saying. Okay, we can go on to the gaming show, to the gaming stuff. My bad. All right. You know what? And since you really like touched on like a really shitty like thing that happened, I bet you everyone at Rockstar feels the exact same way dealing with this leak because that leak. It shows there's some there's a there's a hole in this boat. And I believe partially, this is what happens when you make your fan base wait forever. You build up anticipation to the point where you could give us a turd on a CD form and we would probably love it. But just looking at this, they set themselves up for something like this to happen. They truly did. By building up the anticipation so high that you, you, you clearly make yourself like the number one target. And on top of that, now I think uh, from what you were telling me earlier and what I was reading in the stories, that they are actually holding it like hostage, like ransom style. Like, yeah, Rockstar gives me this amount of money. Yeah, you know, I ain't going to do it. But if they don't come up with that bread, free GTA for everybody, apparently, or something. So look, we're going to see how this works. But, um, you know, you just, it's some big shit. Like the FBI's in it. Like, it was like the FBI been busy the last couple of weeks. But um, the fact that the law is involved in something like this should let you know how seriously that Rockstar is taking this. And I believe what they're going to wind up doing, they're going to be pushing for this person to serve some serious prison time. And I'm not saying it's warranted or not, because at the end of the day, you break it down to its base. It is a video game. You break all the way back down to its base. So I'm not too sure how much time I would actually give this person, if any, outside of maybe just paying damages. But it just doesn't make any sense to me as far as jail time. And if you do, how much jail time is a video game worth at that point is something you would have to ask. 
But um, what are y'all thoughts on this leak, though? Because like I said, this shit's crazy. In terms of the consequences, I'd imagine, like, I would assume it would have to be similar to, like, if somebody leaked, like, movie footage or something. Um, I, I would think it would be in that same vein. But um, this is interesting. I think, well, this is the first time I've definitely heard of something like this regarding a game. And it makes sense. This is coming off the, uh, it's the um, sixth installment of one of, like, the most... Um, one of the one of the best like video game franchises of all time so this is unique man because like this is something we've never seen or heard before and killers like what you piggyback on what you said earlier about how like when you make people wait when five come out 2013 i think when uh you make people wait almost 10 years for the next installment it's like yeah I guess it's not on. Un- it's not crazy to think something potentially illegal could happen. But man, this is like this is new territory, though, man. Like, it's hard to put a serious read on it because like we've never seen anything like this. But but I know he's he like messaged Rockstar and then said, "Hey, I'm willing. If you're willing to pony up some money, I'll give you the leak." Which is I don't know how all that's gonna play out, but this is this is fascinating, fascinating stuff. So, anybody know how much money uh, he requesting? Anybody? I don't. No, I, I, I couldn't remember how much it was. You know? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I was asking y'all. Um, Shit, give me a second. I'm going to take a look. But look, this this is what I'm saying. Whatever, whatever the ransom is, because he definitely demanded a ransom, whatever the ransom is, and I wouldn't even. I honestly, I, I you know I I, t- I change I change my mind. Whatever he asking for, man, Rockstar got it. It's like a drop in the bucket. I paid a man, and I'm gonna tell you why I paid a man. I paid a man because what I don't want is this code being released to a competitor. Mm. So if, so if you so if you telling me if you telling me that it's like like if I'm this major if I'm this major. Uh, video game uh, franchise, and I didn't, I didn't made another another hit video game. All my video game, all my GTA's been hits. You know what I'm saying? They all garner all of this attention. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the top five greatest video game franchises ever made. Mm-hmm. So if, I, if I'm that big, that big, and somebody's like, yeah, I like for 1.4 million dollars, I get, I like. Destroy, destroy the code, whatever. I'd be like, all right. So look, I I, I put one point four million dollars in the briefcase, and I'm and I don't know if the ransom is one point four. I'm just using it as an example, but I put that one point four million in the brief briefcase. I reach out to him, hey, let's meet up. Let's meet up at an internet cafe or at a very specific spot. You know, because mm-hmm. I want to confirm. I want to confirm that you that you deleting however many copies you got. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I, I want to confirm that. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'd be like, okay, I I give you this one point four million dollars. You give me, give me your computer and give me all your flash drives, all your computer equipment, just everything. I'm gonna destroy. I'm gonna destroy everything. Because if you don't do that, you could pay them. 
but then he can still send your uh send your code to the competitor. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, did that I think that happened with Cyberpunk where where Cyberpunk got released and somebody and it was a, and it was a ransom that somebody had and they wanted to get paid. And I think like they caught a deal, somebody paid them and they just released the code to the public anyway. So you know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you can, if you can ensure, if if you can ensure that your code don't get to your competitor, hey, pay the man. The way I see it, and 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 for people who don't know, I am in the field of IT. I I I am a I am a computer scientist. I I I study the science of computers for a living. That is what I do. I like I got so many certifications. I got a degree in it. Like this is what I do. Um, I'm t- I'm telling you right now, like, it's not the, the person who did the hacking. It ain't their fault. It ain't their fault they got the code. There was a vulnerability somewhere within Rockstar, it's within their t- the technology that they're using. It's, it's it's a vulnerability somewhere in there. So it's like, yo, somebody somebody just exposed y'all. It sucks. But shit, you gotta, you gotta. To me, you gotta, you gotta pay for your mistake, and then you gotta go seal up that vulnerability. So that, so that's how I see it from a from a computing standpoint, from a from a gamer standpoint. Like, yo, leak the shit. I I, I want to know all the details because I'm tired of waiting for GTA Six. We've been talking about GTA Six. GTA Five came out in in 2013, like Corey said. We've been talking about GTA 6 at least since 2017. It's been rumored for at least five years. I'm tired of the damn rumors. Let me see what they got. And based on the leaks, I know it's going to be in Vice City again. So I'm like, shit. Rockstar already got the product. They already they already working on the product. Shit, leak it. Let us see. Let us see what the gameplay look like. Let us see. What what the shit y'all got? What y'all working on? Let let us see what that looked like. And and honestly, mm-hmm. if if the leaker and honestly, if the person if the hacker leaks the uh leaks the code and the gameplay and shit, if they do that, that might work out to Rockstar's benefit because it would it would um it could give people hype for the game. It yeah, it could build up the anticipation for the release. The 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 now the code being out there is the most important because if the code is out there, a competitor can take it, duplicate the game, and put a different title on it. You know what I'm saying? So like that's mm-hmm. that's the most important. You don't want the code to get out. But as far as the gameplay and re- in releasing gameplay footage and all of that shit, like yo, that ain't gonna do nothing but build up anticipation. And if you want to be an asshole about it, all you gotta do is be like, all right, so well, since it got leaked and since everybody clamoring for it, we're just gonna push it back another year. Cause what the fuck can we do at the end of the day except wait? Boom. You know what Yo, I mean? So, real quick, like my bad. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I'm done. I, I'm done. Now I was saying, like the piggyback of what you said, like as long as they retrieve the code, like there is a big marketing opportunity for Rockstar to promote this game. Like you can Absolutely. really turn this into a positive if you, you know. Like I can see it, like and it would, like build more anticipation for this game. So yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah, like like the so the the thing the the thing about like gaming 
is and, and this is a part of the reason why like I like it so much, but gaming is nothing but computers. Like consoles are nothing but computers, you know what I'm saying? And like because I study computers, I have like a different kind of perspective on it. The code like and so and so I'm I'm just telling y'all what I know. The code is the most important because like like if I'm working if I'm working on um if I'm working on a video game and Corey takes my flash drive and now he got my code well shit now he got my video game too now because Corey isn't in my field he might not know how to implement it but he might know somebody else who's good with mm-hmm. computers who knows how to implement it then Corey get, get then Corey released my game before me now he has now he has uh, you know the rights to the game because he released it first he gets broke off he can he can uh pay the person who implemented the code form like so the code is the most important thing so i, I just want every, i would just want everybody to know that leaking gameplay footage doesn't mean anything it's not going to do anything except make you be like damn they did this damn this shit dope or it's going to be like damn this shit suck that's the only thing that leaking gameplay footage is going is going to do but the mm-hmm. code, the code, whether you are in computers or not, whether you understand coding or not, take my word for it. The code is what matters because if you have the code, you literally have the language that the game was written in and you can duplicate it as many times as you want. And you better believe Rockstar, they didn't just they didn't create brand new code for GTA six. They took the code. They took some of the code from GTA Five, and then they just modified it. They just modified little pieces here and there. That's that's how that's how code works in the field in the field of like programming and gaming. Like GTA Three was a game. Okay, well for GTA Four, we gonna take the we gonna take the code that we use for GTA Three. We gonna modify it a little bit. We gonna add a few lines here to make it to make it a little different. Boom, you got GTA Four. We're going to take then for GTA 5. We're going to take the code from GTA 4. We're going to modify it a little bit, change a few things. We got to make sure that this goes on next gen. So we got to put maybe maybe this few hundred lines, a uh, few hundred lines of code extra. And then boom, now it's ready for next gen. Well, now GTA 6, going to take that GTA 5 code. We're going to modify some stuff. We're going to modify some stuff from GTA 5 code. We're going to save it as a new document. And boom, now GTA now GTA 6 is ready to go. So, like, my point is, if you have the GTA 6 code, you have the GTA 3 code. Because they're not, they're not, cha- they're not starting from scratch on the brand new code. So that's why getting the code is important. Because if you, if you don't get that code, if that code is released to the public, and you get a, you get a, um, a developer, a game developer, um, and yet if a, if a third party game developer gets that code, they have, they have the blueprint to every GTA that ever existed, and they could put it up on a platform like Android that is open source where there's no rules it's the wild wild west you just upload the code you upload the game and then boom it's on it's on all the android devices so that's why getting the code is the most important thing so if it was me i say all of that to say if it was me and i'm rockstar i would pay him i I would pay whatever the ransom is yeah you could get them locked up but if you get them locked up it ain't like he going to jail for life if you get him locked up he gonna get out in about Four five years or something like that, he gonna get out, and then he just gonna release the code anyway. Like him, him going to jail doesn't stop him from having the code. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So so that so that's why I said, yo, I would just if he if he's making a if he's making a legit deal, like, hey, give me this, give me this ransom, and I'll destroy all of it. Okay. I'll give you this ransom and you give me all of your equipment and I'll make sure it's destroyed. So I will pay him. Yeah, there's no other way around it. Like when you put it like that, because you know more about the tech stuff than I do, you know. But I was also thinking to myself, like, there's really no amount of jail time that I think someone should be able to get for doing that, because it's not like he stole something that was like one person's idea. No, the whole intellectual property is kind of a thing. I'm pretty sure that they signed disclosures stating that whatever ideas they have are ideas of Rockstar, not themselves. So suing a guy for being able to crack your code doesn't, I'm trying to, you know, gel him at least. To me, seems a little bitch made. Like, I don't really have another word to put their house out of that. It seems really bitch made to me. I don't, like, I don't, uh, I don't agree. I don't agree that, um, that hacker should go to jail. Now, Hacking is illegal, so I I understand the fact that he should go to jail for doing something illegal. So if that's the argument, then yes, send his ass to jail. But if people if people want him to go to jail because he hacked this gaming company, that's different. Like he should go to jail for hacking because it's illegal. He should not be criticized for hacking. For for hacking Rockstar, like Rockstar getting hacked is Rockstar's fault. There was a flaw somewhere in their in their um, IT security. There there was a flaw, and somebody got into it. It's like like it's like a car thief, right? I don't think I don't think a car thief should go to jail for stealing a car. When the when the owner of the car left the doors unlocked, yeah, like you left the doors unlocked. Of course, somebody's gonna try to steal your stuff. You left the doors unlocked. Now, if somebody if your doors are locked and somebody breaks into your shit, we got a different story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, Rockstar had a vulnerability. Now, if Rockstar was locked tight. And somebody within the organization took, like made a duplicate copy of the code code and then sold it on the internet. That is some that is somebody who should go to jail. But I mean, like, yo, if you got a vulnerability, like, yo, people going people gonna try to get in your stuff. This ain't this ain't this, this ain't the first time somebody tried to get in the Rockstar stuff. I promise you. This ain't oh no, nah. oh no, nah. and I to, to even. Suggest that this would be the first time someone has tried that would be extremely disingenuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, they, they just, they're just a black, they're a black hat hacker. Like that, that is, that's pe- hackers. Are, they gonna try to, they gonna try to hack. <laughs> like, like they gonna try to hack. And like again, if you, if you catch them, they should go to jail for the act of hacking. They should not go to jail for who they hacked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't know if I'm splitting hairs or playing on words. Um, Corey, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 all that's all I'm trying to say about about that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and oh 
oh, here's the thing, because Killer, you ain't bring this up. Core, you ain't bring this up either, which I'm surprised. But it's not just Rockstar that is, and this is where it's like a domino effect. It's not just Rockstar. Oh, it's Take Two as well. It's not just Rockstar that's at risk. It's 2K that's at risk. It's Take Two that's at risk. Because like we talked about, like we talked about uh, on the other show, Take Two owns all of that. Take Two owns Rockstar. Take Two owns 2K. Like they are all under the same umbrella. So like when when you got one of the when one of the children get hacked, the parent becomes at risk. And if Take Two gets hacked. Oh my God, that that's a problem. Like WWE 2K games are getting hacked, NBA 2K 2K games are getting hacked. Uh, you know, like 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 that 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 would be catastrophic. So, I hope Take Two is is doing something to like really like lock down their uh their IT infrastructure. Like I I really really hope Take Two is doing something about it because that would be huge. Yeah. Um. I hope they do get down the wraps because last thing I want, and I play online 2K a lot. Last thing I want is to have somebody who's just slightly better than me at, at reading um, computer code to sit here and max out all their stats while everybody else is still playing with a buffer. That would be complete BS to me. Yeah, and everybody, look, I, look, I hate to bring it, I hate to bring it here, but everybody know how I feel about about school sometimes she to repeat it happens the uh i will just say this i know people and i'm not going to say whether i have participated or not i know people who have passed computer classes because they have had duplicate code so if you can, you know what i mean so so if you can if you can do that, if you can do that, you know, at at the at the school at a school level, like yo, you can you can that that's that does not change just because it's it's a it's a more professional setting. But um yeah, take two so take two, just to be clear, owns Rockstar 2K, private division, and they also own um y'all y'all know that y'all should know this company. They're they're more mobile games though. Zynga. Yeah, Zynga the little dog. Yeah, so mm-hmm. take take two owns all of them. So Rockstar getting hacked puts all four of them at risk. So take two really need to like be on a on a security type shit. Mm. So Mike, sound like you need to develop a video game in the future, bro. Yeah, bro. Stuff. <laughs> I mean, for real. We may be able to help you out with as far as mapping a story for it, but yo. Uh, yeah, I just, I, mean, I, I legit like my intelligence grade went up by like three points if we were like in the RPG, like so, just by listening to you talk. So I, I I appreciate it. Uh, I will. I, say, I acquired a skill book in this bitch. You feel me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I I will say that uh I will say that I was fortunate enough to um learn uh computer science and information technology uh from the from the uh great comp sci program at Winston Salem State University. Uh Winston Salem State University had is a top comp sci program in the state of North Carolina. Um 
so I've had that privilege. I've also had the privilege to be taught by Dr. Elva Jones and uh, Dr. Rebecca Caldwell. Those I, I like, I love them too, um, to this day. Um, so uh, they taught me a lot. They taught me a lot. And I also had a lot of other teachers along the way. Uh, Dr. Zhang taught me about gaming and how to program gaming and stuff like that. So I, I say all of that to say, like, I've had great teachers that have taught me this stuff. Um, and, I, and I love and respect them and everything that they taught me. However, I do not like programming. So I don't know if I will ever create a video game. Uh, I, I'll consult a programmer on what I think is good whatever i'll consult with them but i don't ever want to sit in front of a computer and just type lines and lines and lines of code because that shit is tedious and the way my attention span work i need i need entertainment <laughs> i need entertainment so but i'm glad y'all learned something though definitely like, i definitely picked up a lot just then yeah man hey, definitely picked that, up a lot that's that hey don't ever let nobody downplay that Winston education, dog. Hey, hey, I I ain't got nothing but respect for that side. But I'm gonna tell you who um who's gonna wind up screwing themselves eventually, bro. And I seriously think that um EA um the EA CEO is catching a serious break if Call of Duty goes single platform. Seriously, if Call of Duty goes single platform and it's going to my system, but them going single platform after years of it being like a PS, like a PS line like thing, like shooters are are really good on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I prefer to play my shooters on PlayStation if I have to. And you know I'm an Xbox guy, but I prefer my shooters on there because the trigger feel is just better. The control size and the trigger feel. Uh, and most shooters know you're aiming and shooting with that with that particular controller. Is the feel is just a little bit better for me. No, no, no. You saying the aiming and shooting is better on what? Battlefield? Hmm. On PlayStation. Oh, on PlayStation. Oh, the console. Then it, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought then you were it comparing is to games. Xbox. Oh no, no, no. Then it is to Xbox because this like if Call of Duty goes Xbox exclusive, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. If they go Xbox exclusive. That means they're gonna have, in in my eyes, they're gonna have to get over the controller issues. That's one. But two, it can definitely help Battlefield because they'll be the only other shooter that PlayStation has access to, and Xbox also has access to. And you know what I would do if I was on Battlefield at that point? I make that shit cross platform. But there's also people at EA, so I doubt they're ever going to be smart enough to do that. But y'all let me know what y'all think about this here, because I'm telling you, EA is, if anyone's going to fumble the bag on this, it will be EA. Um, okay. Okay. You know what, Corey, you're the PlayStation guy, so I want you to go, because if this happened in this hypothetical, it would be PlayStation that would be missing out on Call of Duty. Um, so, so I'll, yeah, I'll let you go first. So from that standpoint, to me, it's like, why would Activision do that? Like in terms of, like Call of Duty is one of the most played games, like 
ever at this point and like across multi-platform so why would they become like like kill us like they were playstation exclusive for a while and then after that that stopped making sense like why not just cross platform and make the most money and get the most people to play like i don't understand why that would be a smart thing to do just business wise you know but also my question is exactly how would that benefit battlefield So, okay, okay. Let's answer the the second question, Corey. How would that how would that benefit Battlefield? Um, I'm be honest. I don't think it would. And I think the only reason why this EA exec killer, it was an EA exec that said this, wasn't it? I think it was the EA exact. Yeah, it was. Yeah. An EA exec says. Yeah, EA CEO. Yeah, an EA exec says Battlefield would benefit if Call of Duty goes Xbox exclusive. I'm gonna tell you, I believe in the in the exact opposite. I think I think it would do Battlefield in. Why? Because killer do you off the top of your head who makes battlefield do you know Corey? do you know it's ea mm-hmm. EA, EA, makes battlefield. ea sports makes battlefield i'm gonna tell you right now if call of duty goes exclusive it's going to hurt battlefield because EA makes it. EA has not made anything good. We talked about this when we did when we did the the Madden comparisons and uh, the FIFA comparisons. Madden Madden is a very good game this year. It's a very good game this year. Um but Corey, you know the track record of EA. They their, their basketball games are horrible at this point. The FIFA games, while they are entertaining and they are playable and they are and they are good for the most part, FIFA doesn't really change from year to year. It's typically the same game. With Madden, usually it's a bad product. The only the the only successes that EA got really is like UFC. So there's nothing about EA Sports that makes me feel like if it if if Call of Duty becomes an exclusive, Battlefield is going to benefit. Because yeah, I'm just EA, overall down on Yeah, exactly. That's I'm just overall down on EA right now. Um, they got a good thing going with Madden, and like you said, FIFA FIFA is is their most consistent. And and after this season, they're about to change it to something else next year. So EA, it's just it's it's hard to view them in this in the light that they used to be in. So I don't know, man. Like I just 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 and just overall, I just don't think it makes any financial sense to make Call of Duty a single platform game anymore. I just I just don't think it makes any sense at this point. Oh, oh, so I so I actually think the opposite to make to make Call of Duty 
a single plat if, if Call of Duty became a single platform game, what you do is the console war is back on full time. Everybody that's trying to play Call of Duty has to go buy an Xbox. The comparisons about which console is better, they start all over again. See, the thing right now with PlayStation and Xbox is, yeah, they're two different brands, they're two different consoles, but for the most part, they play the same games. And while that might sound like a good thing, because you you're like okay the the more the more cross platform games that we have the more the more people you know we're able to play at we're able to play online you know what I mean the the bigger the more the merrier you know what I'm saying um that so that might sound good in theory but what but from a from from a console standpoint it means that Xbox and PlayStation there's no difference between the two systems and so the point of exclusives is to is to have is to have an edge like yeah PlayStation PlayStation got got this but like we got this over here like like one of the one of the major things that PlayStation had for a long time over Xbox was MLB the show I think it was dumb for Sony to put MLB the show on Xbox because MLB The Show was one of the, the primetime money makers for Sony as far as exclusive titles. And so now you're just sharing the wealth. And while I am an Xbox, per, Xbox person, so I am very appreciative that the wealth is being shared from a company standpoint. It's like, okay, now how, how, now how are we different than Xbox? Yeah, we got a different logo. Our companies are named different things. One is Sony. One is Microsoft. The loading screen looks different. The home screen looks different. But when you load the, the, when you load MLB the show on PlayStation and when you load MLB the show on Xbox, it's the same thing. So if it's the same thing, why do we need to have different consoles? I actually want I actually want Call of Duty to go Xbox exclusive. Because number one, Call of Duty is better than Battlefield. I don't care what nobody say. Killer, I don't give a hell what you say. Call of Duty better than Battlefield. Um, I'm an Xbox guy. So that's perfect for me. Um, you know, uh, but but I but I believe that if you're gonna have a different product, it needs to be different. So why not make it different? And if we're not gonna make it different. Why don't Sony and Microsoft just collab on one on one console and just release that one console? What's the point of having two different consoles? You, you understand what I'm saying? So like that that's where I, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. Shoot, in that instance, you might get people trying to buy both consoles. Like, cause some people would. I mean, some people do that already. But even if you just go all the way with just like excuse and like. And like, like, like you said before, like when these wars first started, like there were definitely like Xbox specific games and PlayStation uh, specific games, and like, you, like you mentioned, MLB the show, like that was one of the biggest reasons I went with PlayStation because I love, like, I, I hate it, I, I, I dislike baseball games. Um, when we were growing up, MLB the show was the first baseball game, but oh, okay, yeah, like I can, I would play this every single day, and so that's what 
initially drew me to PlayStation. But I mean, now you're you're right in the sense that now they're both becoming like all all like the popular games are becoming multi-platform now, and it's like at once there was this big differentiation. Now it's becoming less and less, you know. So I I I, I see your point from 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 that from that point of view. Uh, and I, I don't. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Now I say like I don't, I, and I don't mind the competition. In fact, the competition aspect is what makes it fun. But it's like if you're like I said, if you're an Activision, unless like Microsoft gives you like just a big lump sum of money up front. I don't know from a profit and business standpoint what, if it would make all that much sense. That's the only thing I mean. Yeah, I mean, I so so I I get that. I get that from a business standpoint. Look, let me just say this from a business standpoint. Sony ain't Microsoft. Like Activision is the is the um Activision and uh is the publisher for Call of Duty. Um Infinity War and Treyarch are the developers. Hey, look. Um hey. If anybody can buy Activision, Infinity War or Treyarch is Microsoft. Microsoft bought Bethesda. That was huge. Like if if from a from a from a um business standpoint, why would Call of Duty become an exclusive? Because Microsoft offered Activision a huge amount of money that they could not turn down. And so now, like Bethesda, Activision becomes a Microsoft company. So from a business standpoint, that's why it would make sense for Call of Duty, or really it would make sense for Activision. Um, But the reason, but aside from that, the reason why, you know, I am for Call of Duty becoming an exclusive um, to Xbox is because, like, there are certain games that have a certain feel. Like, Like, there are certain games where, like, this is why you buy this system. And I think Call of Duty would be like the reason that you buy an Xbox. Before it used to be Halo. For PlayStation, it used to be Grand Theft Auto. Well shit, now Grand Theft Auto is everywhere. You don't need to just you don't need to buy a PlayStation for Grand Theft Auto. So PlayStation's right. gonna suffer because of that. Um I think Call of Duty can do to Microsoft, to Xbox what halo used to do like like think about why pokemon is still such a big deal if pokemon was on was on xbox or playstation it just wouldn't feel right it just wouldn't feel right killer love pokemon like if it was on xbox killer would be pissed like, well, i would be fucking heated like like pokemon is supposed to be on a nintendo handheld that is the point that's why I don't fuck with Pokemon being on mobile phones. Like it don't feel right. It it don't feel right. Like Pokemon is supposed to be Nintendo handheld. I'm like like Game Boy type vibes. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That like that's that's what it's supposed it, like like sometimes the the nostalgia is just as important as the product. You know what I'm saying? Um and so and so I think Call of Duty could have that kind of effect on Microsoft um if it was an exclusive whereas Call of Duty now doesn't have that effect on any system just be- because it's all over the place it's it's everywhere. Mhm. 
And that's real because when I um was just thinking about it, like the goat is deep into it, it would honestly for for the bulk of the um gaming wars, the only reason why PlayStation was pulling ahead in the first place was because of its exclusives. And then people just started, you know, just became acclimated picking up that particular system and then it just kinda worked. Because honestly, as far as the library goes, if it wasn't for God of War and Spider-Man, there'd have been no reason for me to even get a PlayStation at all over hey, an got, Xbox. I got a, I got a question for both of y'all. I got a question for both of y'all. Uh, exclusives used to actually push which system you would actually buy. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I got a question for both of y'all. Seriously, mm-hmm. like. Killer, if 2K was on PlayStation, PlayStation 2, would you have bought it? Would you have? Would you have bought the PlayStation 2? Like, yeah. Would 2K have been the reason for you to buy PlayStation 2? If it was like solo on it, like only basketball. No, 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 no not an exclusive. Not an exclusive. If it was, if it was on, if it was additionally on PlayStation 2. Would that have made you buy a PS2? Or I, that's a that's a bad question. Let me let me refresh. No, no, no. It's actually a good question because I did play it on PlayStation 2. It wasn't Not necessarily the, the reason, <laughs> but it it helped. Like I still would like my if I buy a system for a certain reason, I also want to make sure the games and the titles I already love are gonna be on that system as well. It's it's not like it's gonna be it's not like like honestly that's why I never bothered to get a PlayStation. I always just like I like GTA, but it's not gonna be enough for me to buy a system. So and everything so, else I wanted to play was already on Xbox. So the reason the reason why I asked that question and it was a poor question I probably should have reworded it, but the reason why I asked that question is because see, if 2K was on PlayStation two. I don't think 2K would be where it's at today. 2K was an exclusive on one of the mm-hmm. greatest consoles ever made. Sega Dreamcast. 2K was an exclusive on one of the greatest franchises ever made. Whether you was a PlayStation guy or whether you was an Xbox guy, everybody wanted a Dreamcast. And everybody mm-hmm. wanted a Dreamcast because of, because of the 2K brand, the NFLs and the NBAs. Everybody wanted a Dreamcast because of the 2K brand. Not to mention, it also had like your Sonics and all of that stuff on there. Like, like, your, like your legendary, your legendary like Sega games. So like everybody wanted a Dreamcast, whether you was a PlayStation guy or or not. So yeah. Dream, so so Dreamcast set the bar for 2K. And when Dreamcast was no, was like when they stopped producing it. Everybody was like, okay, well, what's going to happen to 2K? Because it made its mark as an exclusive. My point is, if it was on PlayStation, if it was not an exclusive and it was on PlayStation, you still, you would have been able to play it. But it wouldn't have had, like, it wouldn't have the impact. 2K wouldn't have the impact now that it has if it was, if it was not an exclusive in the beginning. True. Like, like, like that. That's that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, 2K is a big deal now. Like, hell, we every time every, on release day, it's called 2K Day. Like, like we got a whole day 
dedicated to just 2K because of how great it was from the very beginning and the fact that you could only get it on Sega Dreamcast. I think that, I think that is the type of impact that Call of Duty being an exclusive it could have on that franchise. I think it could take Call of Duty to the next to the next level as far as um as far as wanting to buy that product, people buying buying Xboxes, um all of that stuff. Like I think I think that like Call of Duty could like rate could like have it, it could like raise its game if it becomes an exclusive um and, and like really like set set the tone for shooters across the board um the same way that 2K did with basketball. When 2K when Dreamcast came out, that's when live started getting bad if y'all if y'all didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Live live was on a decline once NBA 2K came out. In 19- And it wasn't until in, in 1999 in 1999 NBA Live the product started getting worse and worse and worse and they and they needed the dunk contest in 2005 to temporarily save it. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, brought back some memories because you were right about that Dreamcast. Cause like, I remember, like we, like, and I'm sure the same with y'all, like, all like my friends back then, like the two Ks, the two Ks, basketball and football, and San Francisco Rush 2049. Those were the games that you had to play on Sega Dreamcast. Like that was yep. it. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. so- and, and shit, honestly, hey, look, look, I don't know who I need to talk to because I know Sega is still a company. I don't know who I need to talk to. I, they need to make they need to make a Dreamcast. They need to make another Dreamcast. They need to make a Dreamcast 2, Dreamcast 2.0. They can call it whatever they want. I'm going to tell you right now, Dreamcast is probably the only console that can get me to completely leave Xbox. I will leave. I will ditch Microsoft Xbox if Dreamcast come back out. I will ditch it. Damn. Well, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't even hold my breath on that. Seeing as though Nintendo owns all rights to Sega, I highly doubt they're going to compete with themselves. So, no, I mean, um, no, they they wouldn't compete with it. Like, yeah. like they wouldn't compete with themselves. Like, like Nintendo be putting out family products. Cool. Nintendo could release Dreamcast under a different name and they could just get the benefits from that company too. It's like it's like double dipping. You got it's like one it's like one person got two products while everybody else got one product. So you just so you just getting two streams of income where everybody else getting one. True. That's a different way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? So but yeah, hey, look. Hey. It's a damn shame. It's a uh, it's a damn shame, yo. Sega Dreamcast lasted uh, three years. Three years. Three Just about years. three. From ninety eight to two thousand one, it lasted three years. About no, four years, because two K two did come out on the Dreamcast. No, 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 well, when I say no, they discontinued it three years later. Like people were still playing oh, okay. it in two thousand two, but they stopped making any consoles um after after uh 2001 like there was no after march 2001 they stopped making consoles yeah and that's only because i think the reason why that experiment didn't work is because their game discs were so easy to copy that yeah. a friend only needed to buy the one one game and then he would just burn it for all his friends so like like yeah 
like yo y'all 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 know sports so y'all think y'all will appreciate this comparison uh it sucks it sucks that 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 this is the comparison to the sega dreamcast it really does but sega dreamcast was grant hill oh man So much Sega, promise, and then it just got so, taken so away. So much, too so much promise, so much promise, but like, it never, it never got there. It never, it never got there. And for whatever reason, it, for whatever reason, Grand Hill had a solid, like, a solid, like, maybe five years, and then after that, it just, it, it was like his game was never the same. Now he kept playing, but it, again, his game was never the same. Yeah. I feel bad because I thought the Orlando team with him and T Mac could have been incredible. Yeah. Oh, man. And they had my boy Bo Outlaw too, bro. They would have went off. Bo Outlaw. Man, this is crazy. Yeah. See, 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 Corey. Now you see what I'm saying about the nostalgia. Like a part of a part of the exclusive game content is like just that nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hell, right now I want to go back and play Pokemon Gold. It's probably gonna look blotchy as hell compared to the graphics <laughs> nah, honestly now, if but... you have it on the ds if you had like a 2ds or a 3ds just download the um the game boy um emulator that they have and uh it's like a virtual console and you can just get the game for like three bucks five bucks something like that since, since we talk about nostalgia do y'all remember going into gamestop and you would see the Sega Dreamcast stand with the two controllers sticking out, and like people would be playing the game. Oh yeah! In the crowd would be around, like, ooh, oh shit! Like, like, yo, do y'all remember like going up in GameStop and seeing like the like dudes be playing at the little sample consoles and everything like that, running, running five, minutes, uh, running stuff. games on five minute yeah. Course. Yo, yeah, man. Yo, that that was that was like. That was how I learned how to bet money on games. Like, I like, like, <laughs> yo, I got, I got a Slurpee. I got a Slurpee on dude in the braids. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, you watching, you watching him, <laughs> you watching him bust ass in NBA 2K1. You watching him bust ass with Michael Finley. Michael Finley was unguardable. Bro was broken. Bro, Michael, Michael bro. Finley was unguardable in the early 2Ks. Man, yo, that's a dude who career just kind of plateaued and then fell. Like, yeah, he, like, got, a ring. Went, yeah, he got a ring. That's just wild. Though. He, just, he was like a 20 point a game, like guarantee. And then oh, it just I got, stopped. I got, I got something else for y'all. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember uh, Game Boy Advance? Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Was it Game Boy? Uh, was it Game Boy SP or something like that? Yeah, the SP. Advances. Yeah, and, and, you, and when you played Pokemon, in order to in order to play with somebody, you had to like take that purple cord and you had to connect the game. Yeah. With the cord. Yeah, 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 yo. So like that. The GPA was the first one to um have the wireless pack for um for like wireless connection. It was an adapter. It came out with um Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Or no, it might have been Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yeah. I think it was um, Fire Red and Leaf yeah. Green when that came. And, and it's it like gave GBA and the SP ability to use Wi Fi. Yeah. And it's like exclusives, exclusives suck, but they're necessary because it's like if you got a system and you, there's an exclusive you want to play, like you kind of got to go to your homeboy house who got that system. Like you can't like just play it at the crib. So like exclusives suck from that point of view. But like, yo, I think we could all agree 
Crash Bandicoot wouldn't feel right on the Xbox. Nah, not at all. It wouldn't, and it was no. crazy that it's actually out on Xbox. Right, that's and the crazy. It, it feels, yeah, it feels so weird. It, it'll be, it'll feel clunky. Like it would honestly feel clunky, and yeah. that game is clunky enough. You don't need added clunk. Like, nah. <laughs> you don't need that. It's nah. just like, um, it'll be like, what's a, another one to do with this? Like, honestly, me playing GTA on my Xbox felt weird for a while. It felt really weird. Like, putting in the codes just didn't feel the same. <laughs> like, uh, I, no, so, it, so it felt so me, much better on PlayStation. For me, GTA didn't feel weird on the Xbox, probably because... I had been waiting for it. I, I was so excited for it to come to Xbox finally. Um, so I, it never felt weird to me. Um, I mean, it's not like I don't have it on my Xbox. I but something hoping, about it on PlayStation just feels better. It, it feels feels more authentic on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, I am hoping, and I know, I know we got to talk about this because. So I hope Killer, I'm giving you a free segue here. I am hoping that GoldenEye. I am hoping that I get the same feeling that I had on N64 when it releases, when it comes out uh, on Xbox and PlayStation. Like, I am hoping, I am praying that, you know what I mean, um, GoldenEye gives me the same feeling. That I am scared about GoldenEye not being as good as I remember it just because it's not going to be on 64. I am scared. You know what? Like I said, I remember them porting this game before. Now, this is a total remaster they're going to do, so it's going to be better, but they ported it to the Wii once. And when I say it is like, there's like one bad feeling, like anticipating how good some food going to be and then the shit be like, meh. I've only had that feeling in a video game one time, and it was playing that shit. I was thoroughly disappointed. And the fact that they are re-releasing it, they're going to remaster it, so it can't, honestly, it can't be any worse. Because I think, I, I remember telling you that, just I think we were just talking, and I told you that they released it for the, um, I'm not sure if, we, if I brought it up on the, um, on the pod or not. But this... Oh, they released it for the Wii? Yeah. Yeah, you did bring that up. Yeah. Okay. Because that kind of put a sour taste on my I'm not going to front. It really did. And it has me worried. So here. Because that shit, that game was so bad. I had to think, like, I know this had to pass, like, a check. Like, somebody had to play this and be like, yo, no, this ain't it. Yeah. But somehow it passed quality control and got released. Here's the so thing, I am right? worried. Here's the thing, right? Nintendo does not make consoles anymore. I don't care what anybody says. The Switch is not a console. The Switch is a handheld device. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, now you can use it, you know, on your TV and take the controllers out and all that shit, but it's not, it's not a true console like, like what we're mm-hmm. used to. Um, so because Nintendo does, doesn't make, like, true consoles anymore 
and they really haven't since what the Wii and the Wii was one of them family consoles, which was why I can't stand it. So uh, mm-hmm. let's just call their tr- their last true console a GameCube. Yeah. Um. So because that's the their last true console, I um uh, I am not upset about GoldenEye releasing on xbox and playstation to me goldeneye is a console game it is a console game Mm -hmm. now it will be better it i think it would be better it would give me a nostalgic feeling if it was on a console built by nintendo but considering the fact that nintendo doesn't really make like true consoles anymore i'm not really I think that I think that is gonna allow me to really enjoy Goldeneye on the Xbox. I wonder if they're gonna keep it, keep the game the same, or they're gonna tweak it in terms of because like when we played, like we didn't, we didn't like I, I, we never played the story mode. We just did the the multiplayer yep. shoot. Like that's all we did. So I wonder if they're gonna just leave it at that, take out the story, or I well, they might keep the story, but I just wonder if they're gonna like tweak it at all because man. Yeah, I think they'll probably make it more cinematic because I I played through story mode. That's how you could unlock like certain levels and certain guns. But um, it was it was it was pretty good. The storyline was pretty good. It was damn near spot on for the movie, which is incredibly hard to be able to do, especially you know rendering with a sixty four polygon spread that they had to work with versus what you can actually do now. So, I I think they're going to make it, like I said, more cinematic. I don't see really much more you can do outside. I just hope it doesn't turn into me playing the movie versus playing a game based on the movie. You know what I mean? I, I hope, I hope that, I just hope, that, man, I just hope that the game is fun. I just hope that the game is fun. I hope the game is as beautiful as I think it is going to look because I think it's going to look fucking amazing on these next-gen graphics and shit. So I hope I hope it's as beautiful as what I am picturing it uh, because I'm going to tell you right now, if I popped in GoldenEye right now on an N64, I would probably burn my eyes <laughs> because it's like it, it would be like, me trying to shoot some Roblox or something. Um, so, like, I, I really don't want to play GoldenEye now because of how advanced graphics have gotten. Um, so I really just hope it meets the bar. It could be the exact same game with the exact same features, the exact same guns. If it looks modern, I think I'll be fine with that. I think I'll be fine with that. You know what? I I say the same thing on that because honestly, in many many games, do kind of need this every once in a while, like a good buffer. Like Perfect Dark needed it to come out on the 360 when it did. Oh, Perfect Dark. Um. Dark man. Now that's another one I think would be beautiful. On the um on on the new gen and even held the um previous gen, it would be beautiful on there. Um, and I think it's due for that 
that new coat of paint anyway. Because it now hasn't been on, on, I think it's only been on one game the last two gens. So it's overdue. But um, there are several games, I think, could kind of use that same kind of touch and feel that that new coat of paint. Um, but this definitely is one of them. Um, in GoldenEye, that's more than needed. And normally I don't like retreads, but when you're this much of a classic, I'll give you a go. Because okay. this game single-handedly changed the gaming world, so to say. Like it brought shooters, co-op shooters, um, and multiplayer shooters into the home. There would be no Call of Duty without 007. At all. At all. There would be no Call of Duty. Yeah, there would be no Call of Duty. Call there of wouldn't Duty. be any demand for it. Call of Duty is like... Uh, Call of Duty is like... Dr. J. Oh, not Call of Duty. I meant uh, Gold, uh, uh, GoldenEye. GoldenEye is like Dr. J. Like, you don't really... Uh, you don't really appreciate how great GoldenEye was until you have to sit there and really think about and examine how the game was. Mm-hmm. Like, Gold, GoldenEye set bars. It set bars. Now, those bars have gotten raised. So, you know, newer kids might look at GoldenEye now and be like, oh, this game ain't good, blah, blah, blah. Which is why I said it's Dr. J. Because kids mm-hmm. now be like, oh, Dr. J was out, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, no. GoldenEye was the shit. GoldenEye was the shit. Um, yeah, GoldenEye was the shit. Other games have perfected shooters, I think, better than GoldenEye. But mm-hmm. for GoldenEye to be as great as it was at the time that it was, it was just so far ahead of its time. So. Mm. Yeah, but look, yeah. hey, Corey, question for you. You the, you the wrestling you the wrestling guru, right? So look, No Mercy, big time 64 game. Yep. Obviously, 64, you know, they don't make no 64s no more, and Nintendo stopped making consoles. For mm-hmm. real. So if we, if, if we got word that No Mercy was going to re-release on next gen, which console would you feel better about No Mercy being on? Xbox or PlayStation? Man. Ooh. That's a tough one. Because, I mean, if I had to pick, I would probably have to say Xbox. Just because that's, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, it wouldn't feel right for it to be on the, in the Sony family because it doesn't have that lineage. You know what I mean? So, like, like it wouldn't feel right playing No Mercy on PlayStation. I, I, guess, I guess that's my point. It wouldn't feel right. You know, I think it would feel better and be more closer to what it was if it was on Xbox. But and it wasn't, like, it wasn't direct competitive with Sony anyway. They were yeah. directly competing at that time. So, so I agree. I agree that it, that it, I would prefer it on an Xbox. However, 
I don't want if SmackDown got re-released, I don't want it on Xbox. That has to be on PlayStation. Right. There there are some games, there are some games where it's like when you look at it, the console that pops in your head, that's the identity of the game to me. Um so yeah, like if they was like, yeah, we're gonna re-release SmackDown and we're gonna put it on all the systems. I would appreciate it because I'm on Xbox, but I'm like, man, this is not this is not Xbox. This is this is PlayStation. Like like, you know what I mean? Um, the the way that I feel about SmackDown, if SmackDown was to get on Xbox, the way that I would feel about that is the same way that I feel about 2K on PlayStation. I don't know why people play 2K on PlayStation. It that that does not feel right to me. Like, Killer, I don't know what your opinion about that is, but like when I when I see 2K, when I see 2K, PlayStation does not come to mind. It doesn't. And I played 2K, I think it was 19 on the PlayStation because I was hooping up, hooping it up in a in a my league with some of my coworkers. So I just got the game, put it on there, and it just felt wrong. Like I've never been one to kind of like say you know a game's different on on a system versus another one but it truly feels non-bat that basket that controller is not basketball friendly it's just it's, not see, see to me it's not even about the controller it's about the feel it's about the feel of the game like again like like i said like there are some games where when i see the cover mm-hmm. or when i when i know what the game is there is a picture of a console in my mind. And it's not me being like biased towards Xbox or anything like that. It's like when I if when I see NBA Live, when I saw NBA, when I saw EA release NBA Live 19 and I saw it mm-hmm. on PlayStation, I'm like, oh, I saw it on Xbox. I'm like, I'm looking at NBA Live. I'm like, regardless of how it plays, this should be an exclusive for PlayStation. Like this live, like when I see live, I see PlayStation. When I see when I see 2K, I see Xbox. It's it's just when I see No Mercy, I see Xbox. When I see SmackDown, I see PlayStation. Um, when what's another game? Um, like I would be pissed if Metal Gear Solid released on Xbox. Pissed. Oh yeah. Actually, I think actually I think Metal Gear Solid now is on Xbox. But I but but. I don't want to play Metal Gear Solid on Xbox. You know what I mean? Like Twisted Metal. When Twisted Metal comes back out, Twisted, I believe Twisted it Metal should. Sh- it should not be on Xbox. It should not. I like have that, a, pro- that, that I have a problem. I got a problem with Mortal Kombat being on Xbox. Yeah, I do too. I got a problem I think, with I think, I think being Killer, on Xbox. I, I think Killer Instinct should be an Xbox exclusive. Killer um, Instinct, yes. Killer Instinct is Xbox. King of Fighters, PlayStation exclusive. Um, what else? Gran Turismo should be a PlayStation only. Yes, Gran Turismo. Turismo. Gran Turismo should. Yeah. Gran Turismo should. Be 100%. Forza. Forza is only Xbox. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's crazy because we got Forza and Project Gotham. Give me Forza. Give me Forza. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Project Gotham was pretty good when it first came out. It was pretty good. Okay, Corey. Okay, Corey. I got I got another one for you. I got another one. 
mm-hmm. midnight midnight club. Do you see Xbox or PlayStation? Ooh, PlayStation. Ooh, see, I see Xbox for Midnight Club. Ooh. Oh, damn. Because yeah, see, like Need for Speed, it's, it's, it's going to sound weird. Need for Speed is PlayStation for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. But for some fucking reason, Midnight Club feels Xbox. It just feels Xbox. And if I'm not mistaken, they're the same company that makes those games, am I right? Uh, no. Rockstar makes Midnight Club. Ah, that's right. Rockstar, yeah, Rockstar makes Midnight Club. Um, um, Need for Speed is EA. Wow. I'm almost certain it, Need for Speed is EA. Yeah, Need for yeah Speed. it is. Need for Speed is EA. Um, hey, it's crazy. EA done had some hits, and they ruined them bitches. <laughs> Like, it's like, terrible. Like, bro. like, hold, hold on. Like, like, Corey, you just laughed. I'm not like, I'm, I'm trying to be for real. Like, EA had hits. EA had. Man, let me, let me see. Hold up. List of EA games, ever. Oh God, bro, you cannot start that list without saying NBA Jam. Yeah, wait, wait. EA made NBA Jam. Yes. Oh my God. See, they, they bought it from a claim. They got the rights from a claim. I was about to say, I was about to say, I thought it was a claim. I knew I wasn't tripping. All right. So, I thought, I swear they had rights from a claim. EA did to make that last um NBA Jam game. Fight nights. Fight nights. After fight nights. Knockout kings before fight nights. Ooh, knockout kings. Like, like, yo. That. I. You know what? What what decade y'all want to start? You, let's start with two thousand to two thousand nine. I could have went nineteen eighty three to nineteen ninety nine, but <laughs> they had okay. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna start in two thousands. EA had Tiger Woods PGA Tour. That game ain't shit now. Um, NASCAR. It, it had Mobile One British Rally Championship. It had NASCAR Rumble. Uh, all right, I don't care about. Yo, honestly. don't yo, no. Them NASCAR games was the shit. No, EA still got the Sims, but as far as I know, people only play the Sims for real, like on their phones. PC. My wife plays on oh, PC. Oh yeah, and PC, PC, yeah, and PC. Um, they they had the Need for Speed, NASCAR 2000. They, oh my God, they probably had. I, Corey, I know you. We get street. I know you love the show. I know you love the show. Mm-hmm. But this is probably the greatest baseball franchise to me. Triple play. <sighs> they had trip. Triple play was oh my god. Triple play was the what? shit. But the best. They also released the best baseball game of all time. And didn't EA didn't EA release two thousand five with Manny on the cover? No, no, no. Didn't EA release um. Was it was it EA? Who released the uh the football game that had Terrell Davis on the cover? Um, that was nine eight nine. Huh? Nine eight nine sports. N- yeah, that's what nine eight nine yeah. sports. Okay, okay. That was that was a really good football game. It was. Um, that was a uh, game day from I remember NFL game day. It yes NFL game day. That's what it was. That was and that was a uh, a Madden competitor too. Hey, Madden mm-hmm. bought out all his competitors. Shoot, bro, I'll be real with you. Quarterback club was coming for that head boy on Nintendo. 
Oh, see, I ain't on even know N64 that. on the N64 quarterback club 99 yeah. with Brett Favre on the cover. Ooh, yeah. that game was so fucking good. That was a really good football game. Hey, Corey. Hey, yeah. EA had WCW Mayhem. Oh, that game was trash, bro. Mayhem wasn't. Yeah, Mayhem wasn't yeah. good. Let me see. Hold up. Like, was good. Um, oh, World like Tour was good. Like that? Yeah, no. And then they did Backstage Assault, which was like the worst wrestling video game of all time. Oh, yeah. but we do not. We do not talk about that. EA don't didn't make good wrestling games. NCAA football killer. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah. Dude. We all know about NCAA. Football. Oh my god. Yeah, you know how I feel about college football. Obviously, Madden. Um. Knockout Kings. Didn't EA make Tony Hawk? Did EA make Tony Hawk? No. Oh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That game. That Activision. was my That joint, was Activision. Bro. Activision makes Tony Hawk. Activision makes Tony Hawk. I'm, now, most of this I'm doing off the top of my head. But I swear to God, the Activision. Let's see. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. They had NBA Street, mm-hmm. NFL Street, MLS Street. Never saw. Oh, no, you you were at Killer Activision. It was Activision. Activision. Okay. They obviously they had the live games. That jump to 360 killed them. This, you know what? This is when EA lost it for me. This is no lie. This is when EA lost it for me. EA made Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and they botched it. <sighs> They botched it. Hard. Hard. Hard, bro. Hard. Oh, that game was so bad. So fucking bad. That game was so, so bad. Like bad. it wasn't Superman 64 bad, but boy, was oh, it bad. Dog. That shit, that shit made me mad. <laughs> that shit made me mad. Like. Yo, and you EA, don't get pissed at a video game. EA had Medal of Honor. That was an okay game. That was a, that was an okay period piece. No, nah, it was it was it was, yeah, it was an okay game. Medal of Honor, it was solid. It did its thing. The great they had the greatest obviously they had the greatest knockout kings, which was two thousand three. Um, that was with Lennox Lewis on the cover. Is that Lennox 2003, Lewis? Two thousand three. I want to say was um, Roy Jones. Knockout. No, no, no. That was Fight Night. Fight Night 03? No, they want 03 for Fight Night. No, that's what I'm saying. The Roy Jones was never on the cover of a Knockout Kings. He was only he was on the cover of two Fight Nights. The first two Fight Nights. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, let me see. Knockout Kings 2003. I've always wanted to yep, hit somebody. Lennox Lewis. Lewis was on the cover. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to hit somebody. And have them get the legs that they get on um on fight night when you hit them, knock them out. I do, and the legs just get to shaking, and the arms start wobbling. <laughs> I've always wanted that name. They just mm, eh, meh, and just fall out, bro. It'll be fucking hilarious. I've always wanted to lay somebody like that, like <laughs> like that. That was damn near an Xbox achievement in life, bro. Like had I done that, it would have been a. It would have had that diamond sign, that douching, and that would have got like like five hundred points for knocking someone out fight night style. Like, y'all want to know? Y'all want to know what I was a that. bust? Y'all want to know what was a bust for a video game? What's up? 
Let's see if y'all remember this. Tony Larusa baseball. <laughs> oh, I never played. That. Oh, matter of fact, matter of fact, I got a little nugget for y'all. Do I know there was a WNBA game released on the uh, N64? Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I, we saw it in Walmart, and I was like, "Mom, I want that." She was like, "Jordan, you don't even know those damn teams." Shut up, and we walked up. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, wow. and then me being the asshole, I trolled her the entire time we was in the store. I just started look. I said Houston Comets, L.A. Sparks, Charlotte Sting. I was like, shut up. I was like, I want the game. And then my dad walked by. They ain't gonna be dunking, and just kept it pushing. Mm. Yeah, uh, which floored me as like I was like ten. It floored me. NBA Jam two uh, NBA Jam two thousand on the N sixty four was kind of nice. Yeah, it was. Um, didn't uh, wasn't there a game called like NBA Courtside or something? Yep, with yes. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's the yeah. first basketball game I remember for the N sixty four. Yeah, that game played so smooth. Yeah, it was a really nice game. It was a really nice game. Um, but but you see you see what I mean by like the options we used to have. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely see what you mean by the options. But this is why I'm saying all of this to make the point that, like, yo, exclusive games kind of mean something because, like, yo, like I had an N64 and I had a and I had a a PlayStation One. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, me too. Like, because the exclusives mattered, and like now it's like Corey got an Xbox or Corey got a PlayStation. I got an Xbox. It's like, yo. We pretty much got the same system, two different companies, but it's the same system. We playing the same damn games and all of that shit. And it's like, yo, sometimes you just want to get a different feel for a game. And like exclusives give you that different feel. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. All right, let me see what else. Let me see what else I got for y'all. What other games am I forgetting? Yeah. Um, I need a boxing game. I need, I need Fight Night to come back or some semblance of a boxing game to come back. Yeah, man. bro, I've been itching for one so bad. Now, he says, wow, the servers for Champion are still open. Huh? I just had a title match like two weeks ago. Really? Online title match, yeah. Really? Those servers are still open. Um, It's crazy, bro, that... That game is nice, bro. I, I've always liked it. Now, granted, it was round four better, like a pure better boxing game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pure boxing, that one was better. But for what this game can still offer as far as champion, I'll take champion for what it's worth. It's, um, I think the defense is better in champion. I'll, and I'm a defensive boxer for the most part. I'll let you tie yourself out, and then I'll go ahead and lay you down. I mean, so I, I got it, it plays more to that style. I got another mm-hmm. one for y'all. You gotta choose PlayStation or Xbox. Alright. Now this was primarily primarily a Dreamcast game. Primarily. And then it turned into PlayStation and, and Game Boy game. But now they say they're going to re-release it. Y'all got to choose if y'all want it on PlayStation or Xbox. 
ready to rumble boxing? Oh, Xbox. See, I think I think Ready to Rumble was PlayStation. I think Ready to Rumble was PlayStation. That's when tough. I, when, when I see Ready to Rumble, I see PlayStation. I see Xbox. I think I might go Xbox too. Okay. Okay. Um, it's just something about that kind of gameplay just Xbox better. This is a good one. Okay. Sega. Who owns Sega now? Nintendo. So Nintendo announces that they're going to re-release Sega Genesis game, The Lion King. PlayStation, Xbox. I got to say Xbox. I got to say PlayStation. PlayStation for me. I got to go PlayStation. Cause it's something about that canyon level <laughs> that just says PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine doing that with my Xbox controller, but I just can't. <laughs> That's gonna be too fucking difficult. I need <laughs> that directional pad is gonna be my little bitch during that one. I'm talking. That was the first time as a gamer I ever really sweated, bro. I was like, <laughs> right, left, right. It's about you sitting there. It's better to play that level with a homeboy beside you who's like watching out on the screen for you too and lets you know like you got your own like coded language to get through that level. It's like, hey, look, I'm gonna tell you where you're moving from where you are so that way we can get through this. Like it was like that, bro. All right. That's so how serious that level is. And PlayStation yeah. can pull that off. We got we got we pretty much, we pretty much, we didn't had a, a, hey, this have been a good ass show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this have been a good ass show. Hey, look, all right. So I got a game for y'all, and I'm doing it right now, cause like we are out, we are hour twenty five in. I'm saying, I'm pretty sure we about to end the show soon. So I'm gonna do this right now, cause it's probably gonna take up some time. So all, right. all three of us gonna do this. Killer, you gonna go first, and you gonna be like, shit, I know you are when you you hear what I'm about to say. Oh man, here you go. All right, so here we go. So we're gonna go top five of your favorite games that you forgot about. Oh man, mm. top games five. I forgot about. Like, like when I say you forgot about them, like you have to actively think about them, like and be like, oh shit, that was a good ass game. Like, like Toe Jam and Earl Two. Who? Toe Jam and Earl Two. Okay. Um. Ah, uh, shit. Comic Zone. Okay. Um. Those don't know that's on Sega Genesis. Um. NCAA College Football 2K3. That was a game? Yep, and it was a damn good football game, too. You just love college football. That's all that yeah. is. Yeah, but that game in particular, if I, if I can find a copy, I will buy that shit. 
and it's backwards compatible on um I guess in this case it'd be forwards compatible from Xbox to the Xbox 360. So I will be finding that game. Okay. All right. Um. There was this fighting game on Sega Genesis called Balls. That game played pretty smooth, bro. I, I, would, I would pick that up and play that shit. So I'm putting <laughs> balls on that list. And another one, Said I'll Road Rash, balls. Road Rage, Road Rage. Okay, Road Rage, okay. How many is that? Four? Road Rage, Balls, College Football 2K3. Toe Jam and Earl. Okay, so I on my last one. And hmm. this is another college football game. It was the first one I fell in love with and I just thought about it. Bill Walsh College Football. One after Florida State won national championship. I think it was in ninety three. That game had a it didn't have a season mode. But it had a college football playoff in it. Okay. All right. It was dope. All right. That's that's your five, Corey. What are your what's your top five most forgotten about games? I mean, he's over there writing a the list out. He he probably talking on mute. <laughs> Correct. I was talking on me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. So, <laughs> oh man. So I was saying. So I mentioned one earlier when we were talking about the Dreamcast. That's uh, San Francisco Rush 2049. That might be my number one most forgotten about game. That was great. Um, I would also go Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the first one. That was a great game. Um, is that one forgotten about though? I forgot about it. <laughs> I mean, we know number two came from somewhere, but that's the one that gets talked about the most. Um, there was a, a game called um, that came out on the PlayStation um, Splinter Cell. Um, yes, oh my god, Splinter Cell! That game was so good, bro. Yeah, I got that. I remember I got that like in the fourth grade or something. But that was a fun. I didn't know nothing about it, and I started playing like, "Yo, this is this is a great game." So Splinter Cell. Um, trying to think. Splinter Cell came out on the uh, Xbox 360 as well. Oh, for real? Yeah, it didn't feel right. I did not know that. Um, I got one. I'm gonna go with a wrestling game. I'm gonna go with In Your House. Ooh, man, that's wow. That was a legit because that that's an that's an arcade style game, but it came mm-hmm. out on the PlayStation One. Like, yo, that was a great game. Like, it, it doesn't get it doesn't get talked about at all. But that was a, a fun that game. Was a really play. good fighter. That was a really yeah. good fighter. Like, take yeah. str- take on Street Fighter and put it in the square circle, bro. Like, that's legit what that was. Like, Undertaker can actually hit you with a tombstone. Yeah. Um, I think Kane oh, would just flat out set you on fire. 
Owen Hart would literally throw a deck of cards because he was the king of hearts. He would throw a deck of cards at you and cut you up. Yo, that was a fun game. That was a, that was a really fun game. Um, I got one more. Let me see. Corey that came in with the heat. I'm trying to think of um, all the games that I forgot about. Dang, I'm trying to think. I'm trying That's to think. That's hard because you forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Shoot, I need one more. Think, 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 think. Mm. I, I'm going to go with, it was a, a Metal Gear. I forgot which one it was, but it's the Metal Gear that focused mostly on Snake. The Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid? That's the but second. It was, was that the second one? It was the one, I, f- I forgot which one it was. It came out in the mid-90s. I, think that I don't was know which Gear one Solid. that was. Okay, so maybe that was it then. Okay. I think that was Metal Gear Solid. Okay. I'm going to have to go with that one because I can't think of nothing else. Those are my five. Okay. So I'm going to go with my number, my number one. I'm not ranking them in, order, in like a specific. First game, um, Quake. Oh damn! Quake. It, it is the it is the first first person shooter game I ever played, and me and my dad played it on PC. That's how I got into video games. Quake. Um, I I'm going to I'm also going to pick backyard football. I didn't know killer, we couldn't complete. Killer, I didn't I, know we could do computer games. Hey, y'all, y'all gotta excuse Killer. A- anytime a football game is mentioned, Killer be having orgasms. Nah, bro, nah, yo, I don't care how I sound on the microphone right now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that yo, Pablo Sanchez was such a fucking it's beast a, in that it game, like, bro. It sound like you getting the gooch tickled whenever somebody uh, nah. a football game. Nah, bro, cause it's like, like legit. It's like picking out my childhood. Bro, I used to like skip out in computer class and. And play that shit. Yeah, Everybody else on Microsoft Word, I'm on backyard football on that bitch, boy. I yeah. I I took the distance school with me, bro. Made sure I had the same computer every day. Yeah, yeah. And that was uh, it, it had a low key franchise mode on it, bro. Like, let's go, bro. Or, you could like draft new players, but you could make them. They could get better through time. That shit was so dope. For my third one. I'm going to go with Spyro. Spyro. Hmm. New one's not so good, but the the original, hell yeah. The original, the original. Original. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Spyro. Then um number four. Um for number four. Um I think I'm gonna go with Sonic and Tails. Like number two? Yes. Hmm. Oh no no no. Which which one had knuckles in it? Oh three. Yeah, that's the one I'm going with. That one fixed the supersonic bug I didn't like from the first one. Or well the second game. Like as soon as you get fifty rings, you jump, boom, you supersonic. Yeah. I like the fact that you had to activate Supersonic. That I like. So you can actually be a low-key, like, 
like strategic with it. Matter of fact, matter of fact, no, Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles is the game. Sonic and Knuckles. It came out in '94. Oh yeah, that's that's the one where you can put um put another game in it, and it'll um it'll run that game and change the codes where you can use okay. Knuckles. Um, so that, I'm gonna go with that. That I, I'm on. I, that was my third or fourth. Third. Shit. Um. Damn, it's difficult. Um. Did you say Quake? Quake back. Sonic and Knuckles. Backyard football. Um. Oh shit. Um. I'm shocked no one said Siphon Filter. Was I the only one that played that? No, no, no. I played that too. Uh, that's a good. That's actually a really fucking good one. Siphon filter. That that's actually a really fucking yeah. good one. Oh yeah, but you said Spyro. So this is your fourth one now. I'm I'm on my fourth now. Right? Okay, okay. Okay. See. I, okay. I forgot Spyro. See. See what I, I mean? Quake. <laughs> Spyro, Spyro. I forgot. Spyro. I said Quake. Spyro. Sonic. Um. Backyard football. In backyard football. Okay. So number one, number five. Ah. Uh, um, you know, I think I am going to say, Ooh, uh, I think I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say 1996 Tomb Raider. Mm. Ooh, with the triangle titties. What? What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is that the first thing you thought of? Uh, oh, exactly God. what they were, bro. Them bad boys was box Christ. edges coming off of this. <laughs> like two Amazon packages. <laughs> Come on, yo. Come on, yo. Yeah, Smooth Nike. shoe boxes in that bitch. <laughs> like two size 13 Nikes. <laughs> y'all got an excuse, killer dog. Y'all got, he, look, he don't know what he talking about. Yeah, the hell I do. And y'all do too. 1996. That's why y'all laughing so damn hard right now. <laughs> Doing exactly what he's talking about. Oh, man. Like, you can put an eye out with that shit, boy. Stop. Stop you it. don't. I think you're the only one who was examining video game titties, <laughs> bro. Them shits was pronounced. Let's not sit here at like that one, <laughs> one of the first things that we noticed when that camera panned around. I was like, ooh, man. Oh I was seven. God. I wasn't thinking about no damn ninety titties. degree angle. Like my mama don't look like this. My sister don't look like this. The ladies at the church don't look like this. What is this? Jesus, Killer, you got something wrong with you, bro. You... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Same console generation. Take a good look at the redhead chick from Goldeneye, and then look at her ass, and you tell me which one look better. Boy, just remember, he would have both of them on. The yeah. Way. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Those oh, were his words. Those were his words. Oh, man, I was a different man back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. God. All right, yo. I thought I thought that was fun. <laughs> hey, so that was fun. Do we got a do we got a uh we got a, a closing game uh Draymond Green Hall of Famer uh we got a, we got a game killer like what you what you How about hell yeah, I do. Is he a Hall of Famer? 
thought you was gonna get mm-hmm. me last time, and you almost had me. Better make this. Damn, skip. I've been thinking about this shit. Watch me guess it, Corey. <laughs> well, I would absolutely hate you if you did. All right, we going NFL or NBA? The NFL. All right, what position? Hold on, I gotta make sure that this motherfucker pans out. <laughs> How many years has your ass played? It's your career like. Oh, you are What's your life? All right. Now I got him. I got him. Okay, this player has played 12 seasons. And uh, is a current player. 12 seasons. Currently playing. In his 12th year. Um... They have 547 tackles, 202 assisted tackles, 69 sacks. Are they an end? Two interceptions. Uh, yes. Technically, yes. They they can play across the line. They can play across the line. They have. What? I was gonna say, um, how many years has he been playing? You say? Uh, Twelve. Okay. Twelve years. Has four seven fumbles. One seven fumbles or recovered seven fumbles. That's a sixty-nine sacks. And is a many-time Pro Bowler. A uh, five-time Pro Bowler and three-time All-Pro. How many sacks did they had? Sixty-nine. And how many tackles? Uh, f- five hundred and forty-seven. Three forty-five of those are solo. Two hundred two is assisted, and one hundred and two tackles for loss. And you said he's a current player, like he's actually on a roster right now. Yep, active roster right now. All right, because you thought you were slick for a minute. I was like, you are not about to get me with Indomitian Sue, but it ain't Indomitian Sue. Honestly, the first person that, I don't know why, but the first person that came to my mind was Everson Griffin. Um, Yeah, I think it could be. I think it could be. But I'm not sure, though. I don't know when he came into the league. Uh, Everson Griffin, he was in that uh 2010 draft class. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, damn, he been in the league for a minute. I ain't never really thinking about him like that. Everson Griffin, but Everson Griffin, he yeah, he been in the uh league for a minute. <clears throat> um, Kill, you said 69 sacks. Yep. How many Pro Bowls? Five. Five Pro Bowls. Any All Pros? Three. Three All Pros. Uh, ooh, this is hard. Okay. Well, first, you know, to answer the, the, the regular question first, is he a Hall of Famer? To answer that first. You know how you typically work your way up to it. Okay, so Five run the numbers, numbers, numbers by me again. He's so he's a defensive end. What is uh, his yeah. Position? What is end? End and tackle. I see. He plays across so the line. Primary position. 
be an end or a tackle? Like when his name is announced, are we gonna be like, oh, he was an end? Honestly, it's been fifty fifty his entire career. Okay. Um and he got sixty he got sixty nine sacks. Yes. Um Um Here's my thing. If he's a defensive end play, you said twelve years. Mm-hmm. Sixty nine I I don't know why, but sixty nine sacks is not like an elite Hall of Fame number to me. But then again, I'm comparing to that that to like to like Demarcus Ware and Bruce Smith and yeah and Reggie White. But still, how many, how many sacks did Bruce Smith have? Two hundred. God damn. <laughs> yeah. God most damn. of all time. Now, most of all time. I don't think anyone was. I don't think anyone is within like ten sacks of him. So give me a sec. I'm gonna pull that up. Yeah, because like, see, I think about it, like Bruce Smith, LT, Derek Thomas. Reggie White. Yeah, I'm um, I'm pulling up the all-time sack leaders list now. Demarcus Ware. Reggie White was within two. So here we go, and I'll let you know what number this guy falls in as well, because I think he's gonna wind up up here. All right, so here are the top twenty: Bruce Smith, Reggie White, Kevin Green, sixty-seven sacks in those top twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. Because you get Julius Peppers, Chris Dolman, Michael Strahan, Jason Taylor, Terrell Suggs, Demarcus Ware, Richard Dent, John Randall, Jared Allen, um, John Abram. Well, John Abraham for the Jets. uh, LT, whoever the hell Leslie O'Neill is, uh, Ricky Jackson, Derek Thomas, Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, and Simeon Rice. And he's on a he's so he's this is his twelfth season or his thirteenth season? His twelfth. This is his twelfth season. He's had three all pros. Mm-hmm. And he's had five Pro Bowls. Yep. And sixty nine sacks. Yep. I'm going to say no, he is not a Hall of Famer. That's what I'm going to say based on strictly the number. I was gonna say no, just based off that sack total. This is hard, man. I mean, I'm gonna say no, also. But, but, but again, we have to look at, we have to consider impact. Have to consider impact. Um, like sometimes. And, and if this helps, if this helps, um, he at the end of this season will enter into the top 100 in total sacks. Man, what was the numbers again? 69 sacks. Yeah. Uh, 547 tackles. 345 of those were solo, 202 assisted, 102 tackles for loss. Uh, quarterback hits are 156. And, and he has five Pro Bowls, three All Pros, 
has four seven fumbles. Oh, actually has two interceptions as well. Four seven fumbles and recovered seven fumbles. Okay, he's been in the league twelve years and he's only mm-hmm. been active. And if this helps, he actually started off a defensive end and got moved to tackle. Um mm. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I was looking for. What his primary position is. So he is a de- he is a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is a defensive tackle with mm-hmm. 69 sacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Those tackles are not supposed to get sacks like that. He got 69 of them things as a defensive tackle. If he was an end, he would not be a Hall of Famer to me. What about Those, he played three technique? Like. He plays four technique. Okay, never mind. That's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Four, four. He is a he is a he is a Hall of Famer um, because he got that many tackles at defensive tackle. Like defensive tackles take on like two bodies at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's, if this is his twelfth year in the league, that means he was drafted in two thousand eleven, not ten. If he was drafted in ten, that would be this would be his thirteenth year. And he's on an active roster. Um, Killer, you think you're going to get me. But you're not going to get me. What a great draft class that 2011 class was, too, man. That was an awesome class. It really was. I'm going to let Corey go. Corey, who do you think it is? I don't have a clue. I don't uh, have a clue. I think, you're just, I think you're just forgetting his name. Is it Marcel Darius? All right. You want to lock in Marcel Darius? I'm going to say Marcel Darius. All right, you're going to say Marcel Darius. Uh, Marcel Darius, I think, was an end. Oh, was he? I couldn't remember. I think I think Marcel Darius was an end. I can look up Marcel. Killer, is it my allowed to look up Marcel Darius? Uh, yeah, if you want to. I mean, you're looking it up for this context, so whether or not you choose to do that, it's totally on you. Yeah, Marcel. I'm pretty sure that you're not oh, locking in Marcel Darius. He, he, was a, no, he was a nose tackle. He was a nose tackle. Okay. But I don't. Think I think he was one of those guys that he also played across the line as well. Yeah, it, it's. It, I don't think it's him though. I I can't see Marcel Darius with sixty nine sacks. I'll tell you who I can see. Killer thought he was going to get me because I remember. I remember. Two thousand eleven. I remember. He in and got switched to D tackle. Killer, you thought you was going to get me again. Ah, ha, ha, ha. The, uh, the person, the, the, the defensive tackle with 69 sacks. See, Killer, you be slick. Well, you don't, this is how I know you ain't had nobody prepared because you be going to your own teams. You be going to your own teams. The defensive tackle that you talking about. Is, or the defensive lineman, let's call him, that you're talking about, is not Cameron Jordan. It's Cam Hayward. And I'm locking it in. Go ahead, tell me I'm right. <laughs> you would be correct. I, I know. You would I be correct. Because. You can't get me. 
Because when I was thinking I was going to go with Cam Jordan originally. Yeah, I, like, I, I, look, could go. I know what you I was like, saying. I could go there, but I think he would have been easier to pick out if I said he played 12 years, still active, and has 107 sacks. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was heavy on Indomitian Sue, but I mm-hmm. remember that he came out in 2010. Indomitian Sue was in 2010 draft class, not 11. And you said he played 12 years. And so Indomitian Sue is not playing this year. So I was like, well, last year would be his 12th year. It has to be Indomitian Sue. I was like, but you said he was on an active roster and ain't nobody signed Indomitian Sue. I was like, so that kind of take him out. But I was, I was like leaning on Indomitian Sue. So effectively, had I not said active player, I would have got your ass. If you, if you did not say he was on an active roster, you would have got me. Because I, cause I know Indomitian Sue got somewhere around 69 sacks. I know it. He's somewhere around there. Let me take a look at Indomitian Sue. He, he got I thought be. he was... He's, some, he's somewhere around there. I'm so glad that they went ahead and spelled Indomitian for me because I was about to butcher that shit. It was about to go down. <clears throat> hey, that's impressive for a defensive tackle, though. 69 sacks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird how we judge tackles versus ends. It's so fucking weird. It's like they're two extremes. It's like we accept... Like, yeah. We accept... T- like defensive ends could have mediocre numbers, but like for tackles, they're like fucking amazing. Wow. And Dominican Sue has one more sack. I knew it. I knew it. I knew Dominican Sue had to be around there. Cause I hey, I was like, I was about to yell, I was about to yell him out when you was describing, but I was like, hey, you said active player. Mm-hmm. And then that's why that's why I was glad Corey, Corey asked you. Um or was it me that asked you? One of us asked you, like, do you mean active player as in he is on an active roster or mm-hmm. he is still, like, active within the NFL? Because Dominican Sue a free agent. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, he ain't retired or nothing. Yeah, so that's where I was like, I should have just left it at active player because then I would have probably got you to commit. So at least now I know where I'm messing up. In my descriptions. No, that's where you messed up for that description. Corey, I told you he tried to get me. Look, you killer, killer. My record against you is like, I gotta be like 8 and 0 or 8 and 1 or some shit. I've never gotten you from what I can remember. So, so we just gonna call it 8 and 0. Killer, you can't beat me. <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> you can't. I'm gonna hit your ass on the college basketball player soon. <laughs> You can you cannot win. No, you can't use college sports. The video <laughs> the video games don't even be having their damn names. <laughs> now, now, let me let me get your ass. We gonna do two of these. Is he a Hall of Famers? We gonna see. We gonna see if Mike can get you. All right. All right. Uh. All right, let me find let me find the player that I want first. Huh. 
I can't wait for this. I low-key hope my son busts up in here like he did on Tuesday. Man, he's my good luck charm. I'm for real, boy. He's just saying he busted up in his door like he was a damn police. He almost got punched. Okay. <laughs> this person is not an active player. Okay, that helps a none. This person has. Let me let me let me make sure I get all the stats. What sport are we in first? Football. Okay. Let me get, let me get, there we go. All the stats. Okay. This person has one interception. 23 forced fumbles. He has covered 13 fumbles. He has a hundred and five sacks. He has 366 tackles total. 263 of them tackles was solo. Let me pull up. Look. Is like accomplishments he has been all pro first team two years for two years he has and he has five pro bowls he played for a total of 12 years is he a hall of famer you said how many sacks in the game? I don't know 25, what. 25. Damn. That sack trouble might be enough for me to say he's a whole player. 105 sacks. How many years did they play? 12. All right. And tackles. Total tackles, 365. Okay. Do they have a ring? Nope. You said five Pro Bowls? Five Pro Bowls. Any all pros? Two. Okay. And they only played in? Did they play anywhere else? You said what? Did they play in the linebacker or what? They played on the line. Okay. I guess the best question to ask is how many they games switched, did they play? They, they switched on the line. Okay. How many I'm, games did they play? Games? They played 162 games. Okay, so how many years were actually healthy? <sighs> uh, he was healthy for out of 12 years. He was healthy for 11 years. So he not only was he consistent, 
but he was able to be there. Did he ever? Uh, not yet. But did he ever win the um sack record, like sack um leader award or whatever? Once. Okay. And what era are we talking as far as era of pass rushers? Like, who would he be in the league with? Like, what, what, what year, what era are we talking? Was he more during the Favre years or more during the Aaron Rodgers years? More during the Aaron Rodgers years. Okay. His defenses are, were, are way different now than they were then. So is he a Hall of Famer first? I know. Corey I believe said, so. Yes. Okay, so both of y'all said yes. I'm gonna let y'all know now. I disagree with y'all. Is it because of the player? Because I think I know who the player is. Who's the player? I'm kind of stuck between a couple of guys. Give me one. Uh, Don't give me both. Give me one. Lock in one. Because. <laughs> He's no longer playing because he's no longer playing. So it's one of two people. And a part of me is saying is not who I think it is. Just lock in one. (laughs) All right. Shot in the motherfucking dark. Play with the Broncos. I, I, I see him. but I can't remember his fucking name. He was 58. But I can't remember his fucking name. But I remember him. You're not talking about Von Miller, are you? No. Von Miller was 58 for the Broncos. Don't don't, don't say don't say nothing, Court. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't well, if it wasn't him, I know it wasn't Von. He wore 50 something though. That's the crazy part. It was like 57 or some shit like that. Like, it was like that. Are you gonna are you gonna lock it in? Because you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Dude, Don, Don Merville, some shit like that. Don, um, I'll, I'll, Elvis Dumerville. Locking him in. You locking him in. Locking him in. Corey, who you locking in? Uh, shoot. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you who I it was too. If I get it wrong, I'm gonna tell you who I thought it was. I mean, you can God. tell me who you think it is now. You already locked in your pick. You can tell me who you think oh. it is now. Well, I don't want to throw one at um at Corey that he's not gonna have. Yeah, I I literally have no clue who this is, bro. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. Like my head is fucking between two other players, and that's Robert Quinn and Justin Houston, because they both were like sack machines. They were always around the quarterback. That's true. Those are two good guesses right there. But I'm not backing off my Elvis pick. I feel like he did more. I'm going to go Justin Houston. Surprisingly, Killer, you are correct. Elvis Doomerville, is he a Hall of Famer? Both of y'all said yes, and I I disagree with y'all completely. Hmm. So why not him and why J.J. Watt? Because J.J. Watt's numbers are similar. Impact. All right. Impact. 
JJ Watt, JJ Watt might have similar numbers in Elvis Doomerville, but there it is no question when you said the name JJ Watt, mm-hmm. you feared that man. Elvis Doomerville, he was good. You had to make sure you had him in check. Like he wasn't feared. Like JJ Watt is JJ Watt might be one of the greatest pass rushers ever. And it's crazy because his little brother might be better than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corey, would you agree with that? With what I said? Yeah, I would agree. That's still, that's the, but let's, so those sack numbers are hella impressive, though. Those sack numbers are very, very impressive. Those sack numbers are very impressive. Um, I would disagree that he's a Hall of Famer, though. Like, I think that you, I, I don't think that Elvis Doomerville. So good. Does it have to? Is it because of like his name, really? No. Like, okay, because his name don't have like a Hall of Fame written on it. No, Elvis Doomerville to me, to me, Elvis Doomerville and Terrell Suggs are in the same category. Terrell Suggs is not a Hall of Fame. Terrell Terrell Suggs, he was a good player, but he lived to, in my opinion. He lived off the strength that Ray Lewis kind of adopted him. It's like the heir to him. Yep, because I thought it was going to be Bowlware for a while. They had a linebacker named Bowlware for a while. I yeah, thought it was Peter Bowlware. Peter Bowlware. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be him. No, yeah, but yeah, but when when Terrell Suggs got there, Terrell Suggs was just as loud and, and, and verbal as Ray Lewis. He had the personality as Ray Lewis. He had the whole nickname and shit like Terrell Suggs would hit hard as fuck too like like Terrell Suggs was like if there was anybody that Ray Lewis was going to take under their wing it was going to be that guy the guy who got all of that personality in the way that he played but yeah I'll actually tell you yeah Terrell Suggs was not that good Mm -hmm. like he was a good player but Terrell Suggs ain't Hall of Fame good I feel the same exact way about Elvis Dumerville I feel like Elvis, Elvis Dumerville, I feel like he's like a watered <clears throat> down, I feel like he's like a watered down DeMarcus Ware. Like if yeah. like if DeMarcus Ware, if DeMarcus Ware is a high C fruit punch, Elvis Dumerville is the Kool-Aid fruit punch. Oh. Fruit stripe gum. <laughs> or or um or if Demarcus Ware is, uh, if Demarcus Ware is, Corey, one of our favorite sodas, especially in college, Tahitian treat. Mm-hmm. If Demarcus Ware is Tahitian treat, Elvis Doomerville is Fanta. Nah, I call him Hawaiian Punch. No, nah, I mean Elvis Doomerville wasn't bad. He yeah, just, Hawaiian Punch. He just wasn't great. Yeah. Um. Speaking about Terrell Suggs, Terrell Suggs is one of those players who I call a stiller killer. Like, I never really worried about Ray. I don't know about stiller killer, but I know he ugly. No, I'm dead serious. He got on my fucking nerves. It was always Terrell Suggs. It was never Ray Lewis against us. It was always Terrell Suggs. You know what my issue with Terrell Suggs was? I wanted to, y'all gonna laugh. 
wanted to like him. I wanted to like Terrell Suggs. I really did. But Terrell Suggs, NFL version, Draymond Green. He is the, he is the NFL version of Draymond Green. Like, like Corey, uh, Corey, I don't know what Killer just said. I don't know what that sound was. But oh. Terrell Suggs is the no. Draymond Green of the NFL. Oh, my God. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, tell me we got an NFL version of this now. That would be so beautiful. And it's not that Terrell, Terrell Suggs If you put Terrell a, Suggs in the Hall of Fame, please. you got to put Kerry Collins in the Hall of Fame. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, I, I ain't say he was that bad. <laughs> but like, oh, shit. Now, oh, man, that's funny. What I will, what I will say is, even though I don't like Terrell Suggs, or I, I, that's, let me take that back. I like Terrell Suggs. I just, even though I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame, he probably going to the Hall of Fame. That's a fact. Terrell Suggs got damn near 140 sacks. He got a bunch of those. I, I said against the Steelers. He. Was the it was never Ray? I, I tell that to everyone. It's two two Ravens I can't fucking stand. Number one is Terrell Suggs, and number two is fucking Chris McAllister. I hope he falls downstairs. Like I could not stand this dude. <laughs> he stayed picking us. Oh, I can't fucking stand him. It was never a Reed. It was never Ray Lewis. It was always those two obscure motherfuckers. No one else. Yeah. Um, Marcus Peters no, don't even scare me like that, that at corner. Yeah. Let me let me just say, hey, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I ain't never going to say Terrell Suggs wasn't good. Terrell Suggs was good. Hmm. I just, again, I just think, I just don't think he. I don't think he was great. However, I will say that I sound stupid because his numbers look great. He had 139 sacks, seven interceptions, 39 forced fumbles, 15 fumble recoveries. The man got 60 pass deflections and three touchdowns. He going to the Hall of Fame because mm-hmm. his, his numbers look fucking fantastic. But to me, when I watched him play, he just didn't do nothing impressive. It's crazy that him and Jason Taylor did the exact same thing, but Jason Taylor's going to get way more love for it. And he got two rings, and he was the defensive player of the year in 2011, and he was the defensive rookie of the year in uh, 2003. Yo, Terrell Suggs going to the Hall, like, that's a fact. I just, I just, you know, you know what it is? And it's the same thing with Elvis Dumaville. When I see Terrell Suggs and I look at his production, it catches me off guard. I'm like, damn, he did all of that? It's like, I know he was good, but I didn't know he was that good. Same thing with Elvis Dumerville. Damn. Bro, that's still wild. I'm over here, I'm down looking at the other sack leaders, and Jason Taylor, bro, he was like, that dude for like, Amazing. like seven, like since, honestly since inception, I, I it, it blew my mind. I did not know he was that old, bro. Miami. 
nigga was in Miami. Yeah. He actually, I think he played with Marino. Miami, bro. When did Marino retire? 99? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, 99-2000 season. So, yeah, so he played with Marino for like three years. I mean, he didn't do shit. Then he had like 17 total tackles on sacks or something in them three years, but I got to I got to apologize to Terrell Suggs and take it back. Terrell Suggs is not the Draymond Green of the NFL. He he talked like the Draymond Green. <laughs> he he got far better production than Draymond Green got in the NBA. We got to find an NFL equivalent to Draymond Green and quickly. Because I really want to do this for the NFL. The NBA is hilarious. Because I'd be like, you got to put a little lonely in the Hall of Fame. You got to put Bill Winnington in the Hall of Fame. Yo, I swear to God, if you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame, you better put Kerry Collins in the Hall of Fame. Oh, man. Um, I mean, we can, I can find one. Hold on. Hold on. I know we got to get, sh- get off the show in a minute, but I, c- I can find one before we get off. Uh, Is that shit right? That'd be hilarious. All-time sacks leader. Okay. Um. And I feel like there's an obvious one too that's just not coming to our minds. Like I can feel there's somebody that's like the equivalent that's just not coming to my mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's somebody. There's somebody. Uh. What about Cortland Finnegan? No, that was Andre Johnson. Oh, oh Andre Johnson. Okay. Yeah, they were fighting. Yeah, he was that corner. He used to talk all the time and get beat a lot. Yeah, he get Bro. beat all the time. <laughs> he was Patrick ooh, Ramsey ooh, in every ooh. aspect of the game. No, 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 no. I got it, y'all. I got the player. I got the player. Oh, my God. If you live in Washington, D.C., and you are a Redskin, Commodores, Commanders, whatever fan. This is for you, Killer Corey. If you put Fred Smoot in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> that is the one. It, it's not. See, Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan got burnt a lot, but I don't think anybody got beat. As bad as Fred Smoot and niggas in DC loved him. They they said Fred Yo. Smoot. Corey, do you remember when they said Fred Smoot was better than Terrence Newman? Yeah, I remember. They were smoking yeah. major meth. There was no way that was even possible. Fred, Fred Smoot, dog. I don't like neither one of y'all teams, and I ain't gonna say nothing that crazy. Fred Smoot. Damn Fred Bo-Cope. Smoot. He was Fred a Smoot. bum. A bum. But don't tell that to Phil. Two people, you don't talk about the Phil. Fred Smoot and LaRon Landry. <laughs> don't do it. I'm pulling up Fred Smoot stats right Ooh. now. I got his, That's an ugly man. Trash. Um, hold Trash. on. Fred Smoot. That's a very ugly man. And now I think Fred Smoot trying to be an actor or some shit. 
Braun never really stood out at all. Now, I mean, it's got to be someone who, like, won rings but didn't really contribute. No, 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 no. It's got to be somebody who was hyped to all hell. It's got to be somebody who was hyped to all hell. Cause oh, man. My man had ended his career with no sacks. That's sad. Dog, Fred Smoot played eight years. Man, 21 picks. He had 20... Had 21 picks. He only had he only had one touchdown in his whole career. His whole career. Brand and I'm gonna pull up Terrence Newman real quick because oh, I know hey, Terrence Newman was shitting on this man. Oh yeah, Ter- Terrence Newman was far better, far better. And the thing is, like Terrence Newman played so damn long. Yeah, sure did. Hey, he's still playing. Nah, he ain't still playing. Terrence Newman better not still be playing. He was getting burned toward the end of his career. I remember him as a Bengal too. Yeah, but his his Mm -hmm. his prime his prime was in Dallas. Dallas. And people used to say that 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 Fred Smoot was better than him, and I'm like, are y'all smoking? Four, eight, eleven, twelve, sixteen, twenty. And his first like five years, the man had twenty picks. What the fuck they talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you count out the entire career, bro, ended up with forty two for his career. But by that point, he was still producing. Like shit, y'all let him go and in Dallas after he produces best two seasons. Yeah, yeah. Twenty ten and twenty eleven was his best two seasons. Like, dog, and and, and Corey. Yeah. Check this out. I got something for you. Because you know I used to get on this man's case. I couldn't stand him when he played with the Cowboys. Our Fred Smoot was Orlando Scandrick. Oh, um, man. I, I can't stand Orlando Scandrick. I remember how you feel. You always traded that, man. That was fucked up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, he either man, traded him or flat out cut him every man, single time he played. Man, he was like, this nigga every, gone. Every Madden. I'm cutting him every Madden. If I see him on the roster, he gone. My man said, fuck the cap hit. <laughs> Dog. Yo, smooth said. Orlando Skandrick was such a bum. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. If, you put Fred, if you put Fred Smoot in the Hall of Fame, Jeff George got to go in the Hall of Fame. That man's a legend for no reason at all. Who, Jeff George? Yes. I only remember him when he when he got sacked to all hell in Washington. <laughs> him and Gus Farratt. Yeah. That sounds like the name of the dude who owns your steakhouse. Like that don't sound like the name of the dude who's supposed to be quarterback in your football team. I ain't gonna lie though, Kirk Cousins remind me of Gus Farratt. Didn't Gus Farratt play for Minnesota too? Yes, and he played for Washington. That's a terrible lineage. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that I remember him more in purple than I do in in the, I guess you call it red and yellow, or whatever whatever those colors, I have no idea what the rest of my official colors are. Yeah. I I just legit, they look like a summer sausage set, like the color scheme. Oh, Lord. 
It do it. Like I look no, at the man. I look at the food and I, I look at them and it makes me want food, bro. Like, I can't understand why I get hungry looking at the color scheme. I just do. Like red hots and mustard. Like I just that's what it looked like to me. But since I'm over here talking about food, clearly I won't I wanna eat something. So we're gonna go ahead and hop into these last words. Corey, what you got for the people? Uh everybody stay safe, stay humble. I wish I had some barbecue corn chips. Man. Okay. Uh, my last words. Ben Doka. You got Mia Long. One of the finest women Lord has ever put on this planet. I don't know what it's going to take. But if I was you, I would beg <clears throat> to the high heavens and beg to her like Keith Sweat. Like, Doka, I need you to. I need you to be. Like, I need you to be. Let me alone. There's mm. nobody. There's nobody to risk it for. Like, Beyonce looks nice looking. I don't even think. I say look better than me right now. I say it's gorgeous. And you got me alone. Boy, we're disappointed in that man. Yeah, bruh. I'ma just, I'ma just. Yeah, I'm not even upset because, you know, shit happens. I'ma just pray for Because my man got me alone. And if Mia Long leave him, his next woman ain't gonna be Mia Long. Nah, I mean, well, someone just need to check and see if that man got kids. If he got kids already, then okay, I, I, it puts a little bit more weight onto it. But if he don't, then I understand. Did y'all see the picture of the girl that he was messing with? Yeah, she ain't ugly at all. No, I didn't see it. Nah, she, look, hey, Corey, she not, she not ugly. She, she's a very attractive little light skinned thing. But, uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ain't me alone. No. It's but like I said, if, if this dude don't got kids, and I understand it. No, they no 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 no. No, him and me alone got one kid. Okay, so now I really don't. Now I don't understand it. Him and me alone. Because I was thinking just on a fertility point, that's where I would go. Um, if I ain't got no kids, or well, I talked to Corey about more of it. Um, before I'm not sure if you want to really like hear my take on it on the pod. We might talk about it after the fact. Oh, yeah, we but um, you kind of raunchy. Yeah, but 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 you can ask Corey like right now. What I said made a lot of sense. Look, all mm-hmm. I'm saying, all I'm saying is, it's only two fifty-year-olds that I seen for real, like recently, that are like drop dead gorgeous, like Claire Huxtable when she was fifty, drop dead gorgeous. That is Nia Long and um, Regina Hall. Them the best two looking women on the planet to me right now. Mm-hmm. I've always met Regina Hall. If y'all know who Regina Hall is, I would advise you to Google her. Mm-hmm. Like, hey. 
And her movies ain't that bad either. I don't really think she's been on any duds. Just saying. What need to happen? But get dope. Look, I'm concerned. <laughs> keep you go keep me alone. In my last words, that's all I got. Be alone. <laughs> Craig from Friday couldn't get me alone. This dude brought up a movie script. Um, but 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 my last words. Let's see. I always end it with that same quote. A part of me wants to go ahead and just do that. But y'all know I coach youth football, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um it's very rewarding. Like getting a chance to talk to the kids and um I had a talk with one of them on the field today. And I, I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I've never seen your dad. Like, the rest, a lot of the kids have dads. I was like, so, you know, where's your dad? He said, I never met my dad. My dad was, my dad's dead. And wow. really never think about it from that perspective. But this kid, is the, he's the youngest kid on my team. He's six. The youngest one on my team. And he's playing up against eight-year-olds. And... I ain't never been like like stuck in front of like a child like that before. And then something just came over me to tell him this. I was like, as you're growing up, you need to do all you can to become the man that you wish your dad would have been here to be. I'm not sure if that's going to stick with him. If that was a life changing moment. But it was a serious moment of reflection for me today. Like, it brought home a lot of different things, especially with the stuff I've been going through. It's brought home a lot of stuff for me. So to see that, have that experience, it really made me open my eyes. So I guess my final words on this is truly get to know those around you. Because you really never know how good you have it, in a sense, until you can compare it to someone else's every day. And that's all I got. My name is Killer. Got my boys, Mike, Corey. I'll say bye to the folks. We out. Peace, y'all. Peace. <clears throat>